0: Honestly, I was bored, <laughs> and we're going on an adventure. Oh, Katie stop.
1: I think she died of embarrassment.
0: I'm going to cry. <laughs> that is entertainment for
1: you.
0: <laughs> hey, everyone. Welcome back to Digital Girl. Um, thanks for tuning in to our first episode. We're now on episode two. Just want to introduce ourselves, talk a little bit more about what this podcast is going to be about, why we started it. So I'm Katie Gore. This is-
1: My name is Nick Cannon. And I'm Asher Hollandbeek.
0: And so I really wanted to start this because I'm a communication in the College of Communications. I'm a journalism major. I love audio journalism a lot. So I did a little bit of radio stuff a couple semesters ago, and I really liked it. And then I got super into podcasts. And a lot of the classes I've been taking on communication theory and how we communicate really interest me. And I think there's a lot of stuff that people don't even recognize that they're doing or, like, appreciate about how we communicate. So Asher and I were talking for a while about just starting a podcast. And, you know, Asher and Nick are brilliant. Like, thank God both <laughs> of them are here, really. <laughs> how do you and, like me? Yeah, it's so fun. We just went through TDX. Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. But then, so one night I saw, we were at the bar, we were at P-Man, which is a bar here,
2: for men, and...
0: Brothers. for <laughs> Brothers. yes, sorry. Um, but I don't even know how we... I think I just sat down and we were, like, talking about your music or yeah. something.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I was like, oh, yeah, like, I want to do a podcast. Was I asking you about how you get your stuff
2: yeah, online? But, well, we were talking about um, how social media is yeah. affecting, like, both our brands and stuff, and how we yeah, wire, yeah, really, yeah. like, scale it. And we start talking about TikTok and Instagram oh. and everything.
0: And I was like, yeah, I'm doing this podcast. Like, I would love you to come on, because we were so in in this conversation, right. Right. you know? And it was, like, great. And I was like, you have to come on, you have to come on, whatever, you can do a couple episodes. But I, like, I need you on every episode. <laughs> He's, like, our audio guy. And like, Asher. thank God, yeah. And, like, you, Asher is, like... The man behind with the plan, man, like you I'm know. Man, I'm like a
1: biologist. Like, Honestly, you yeah. know why I'm here, but. But
0: you're so both <laughs> of you are so well spoken, so it's just so great, and like you both have such great points. Like you're so knowledgeable, and oh. and then you have such a background, so it's yeah, great. Yeah, you've been
1: like building up your music on like social media for a while now. Yeah. Yeah. So, that,
0: but yeah. Sorry, before no, he yeah. like does his music, but when we opened our instagram account for digital girl and nick was like oh you gotta do these polls and you gotta do this and like it was like i was so impressed like that should be something that i'm already doing like i've worked on social media i was a social media intern i should have been doing better and and it ended up being so much fun after we did the podcast i was like oh i'm gonna do this meme and i'm gonna do this and then i was like trying to build the brand like i sent you guys the pictures yep. of what because you know how you can um what The archive, the story, is so they're on... What yeah. is that called? What are they called?
1: Yeah, no, it's so it's just, like, right on top of your profile. Yeah, highlights. yeah, yeah, so the highlights highlights, yeah, highlights, highlights. And
0: I was like, these are going to be the... Pic- it's, like, what, 1 a.m., yeah. and I'm texting them, <laughs> and I'm like, guys, these are going to be the pictures for the highlights, yeah. like, the cover photo. So it was just great, and... Thank God, both of you are here. Seriously, I don't think this podcast would be anything without you guys. Oh,
2: thank you so, so. much. Oh, well, happy to be.
0: here.
2: <laughs> well, let's dive right into it then.
0: Yeah. Do you want to talk about your music career a little yeah, bit? Yeah, let's talk yeah, talk about yeah. your
2: career. Sure. So, um, at the moment, I'm currently just trying to promote my music, my music brand, uh, using things like Instagram and TikTok, and putting out content daily. Um, so that's how Katie and I really got. Um, Idea for this podcast, too, because I, I saw myself, you know, where she's at with this podcast, so I really want to get involved. And one thing led to another, and here we all are. So,
1: yeah. Yeah,
0: it's great. Shameless
1: plug, we will definitely be posting some of his music on uh, Instagram. So, definitely Yeah, check maybe it out. maybe
0: on our podcast we'll do a little outro. Yeah. Or something. It'll be uh, good. So, keep an ear out for that.
2: <laughs> some good things coming up, guys.
0: Yeah. And, well, today we're going to talk about some online relationships, doing the distance thing, how people use dating websites how people are communicating on social media romantically we'll say perfect um so one of the classes I took here for my minor my minor is cast communication arts and sciences and there's a lot of rhetoric in that too which I love kind of wish I was majoring in that but you know (laughs) it's too far now I'm a senior so um but there's this one so there's computer meditated communication models and there's all these theories within that and one of them is the hyper personal model which suggests that sometimes online relationships are actually stronger than in person or in person relationships which I remember sitting in class being like oh no way like (laughs) you gotta be face to face like you know people can be more affectionate and expressive and you know, just there's more vulnerability to that, I thought. But then as we kept talking about it, you know, it's like, you can be even more vulnerable online, because, you know, you're hiding behind a screen, which to me is still kind of bizarre, but it makes sense. because <laughs> so it's like, oh, if you're hiding behind a screen, are you really being that intimate, intimate?
1: You ever been in like Long distance relationship. What's yeah. your like story on uh, do you think it worked uh, out better? Sucks. Do you think it was like more stable? Like <laughs> what do in you a think? longer
2: uh, long distance relationship right now. So <laughs> Really? <laughs> I can relate to that, yeah. Oh yeah, tell us awesome. yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, um Sarah. Yeah Yeah. Shout out to Sarah. Shout out to, shout to Sarah. Sarah, <laughs> out, Sarah. Um, <laughs> Love her. But yeah, I would definitely say that technology has strengthened our relationship because of things like FaceTime and things like that.
0: Distance makes the heart go yeah, grow. Fonder, yeah. go grow. Stronger. Stronger, Stronger. 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 fonder. Stronger. Fond of oh. what is it? Oh, well, I don't know. Okay, we'll have to sorry, guys,
2: but no, I think there is some say to that theory because you know, distance
0: makes the heart grow fonder. So oh, okay, <laughs> all right. Well, I was wrong. Uh, um, know your place, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> well, Damn, sorry,
2: yeah. And you've been in a long distance relationship Ugh, before, yeah. As I'm aware, yeah. And I how was, do you think technology has it affected the way your relationship was?
0: So interesting that. It's going so well for you, but you guys started out in person well, so did I actually. But um, I fe- that was my sophomore year of college and I think that's when I realized that I have an anxiety problem. Um, but
1: also like everyone does. So. We're all bad. You know,
0: like <laughs> but also at the same time, like he sucked at communicating. Like he never wanted to FaceTime. Which is so interesting that you're saying that FaceTime is, like, you know, making it better. Which, honestly, yeah, because mm-hmm. we were just texting all the time. And it was, like, having a relationship with my phone. And, you know, you can only talk about your everyday life so many times. Because it's like, oh, yeah, I went to class. Oh, yeah. And, like, maybe it's just because we didn't, like, you know, we weren't, I don't know how to say it, Like, not meant to be. That sounds like like, cliche, I guess. But it's just, like, we weren't. It just wasn't successful, and it like made me really, really sad. It made me really insecure, which I never thought that was gonna be something that I was like struggling with. I mean, everyone has their insecurities, but having to communicate strictly through text messages or not really being able to see each other like do you see her what like every other weekend? Uh, I see her every weekend. Yeah, <laughs> sure. but still, you know, it's it's different. It's yeah. a big leap.
2: Definitely. And you like, hear what, stories what you of like,
1: "Oh, I mean, I was you, in a I was in a long that? distance relationship for a little bit when I first came to college, um, and honestly, it was one of my most like stable, <sighs> successful relationships." <laughs> I think it was we, me, you guys. No, no. <laughs> I mean, we uh, we saw each other probably once or twice a month, um, coming up for like football games and stuff like that. But I think the relationship itself was pretty stable. Um, so it was easy to transition into like a long distance one because. Right. Yeah. Um,
0: we yeah. were on two mm-hmm. different pages too, I think. Me and him, him and I. Um,
1: were you on two different pages like when you first started dating? It was. Oh man, I, I, yeah. this right, right, I mean, is.
0: Yeah. Well,
2: no, that's a good point because I feel like you can't have a strong digital relationship unless you have a strong physical. Yeah,
0: it's the and foundation. by physical, I mean
2: um, <laughs> in personal relationships. Yes. I'm sure that too definitely yeah. a, a nice physical relationship. But um, in-person relationship, you need to have that bond, especially if you are trying to do a long-distance thing. Yeah. Like you mentioned before about having that connection before you went long-distance, right. which
1: I think is really important. And you hear like stories of like parents or other people talking about how they work. Uh, in a long-distance relationship, but they didn't have access to things like Snapchat, FaceTime, yeah, were, like, texting. Yeah. Like, these people are sending letters to each other. Right. And honestly, I don't know how they do it. Right? Like, if, if I wasn't in, like, constant dialogue, even if in those long-distance relationships, um, I don't know. I don't know if it, like, worked out just getting a letter every other, like, week.
0: And it's also just... It's so interesting to think about, like... Because it's kind of a big leap, you know, to being together every day or spending all this time with each other in person to all of a sudden you're just not seeing each other anymore. And like not saying that that's like a true like test of the relationship, but it's like you really got to have that foundation, I think, before you decide that, you know, all of a sudden this communication is going to be mostly digital. I mean, like, you're fortunate enough. Is there just yep. yeah. in yeah. Hershey? Yeah. Yeah.
2: So it's not really a long distance, I would say. But, but so it's you're still not seeing, seeing her scary. like you used yeah. to, you right, know? Right.
0: So it's like a lot of texting throughout the day. Right. Instead of her just like coming over or something, right. you know? So it is, it's definitely a jump and it's definitely very difficult to start. But then it's like when people have these online relationships that started strictly online, so you have like Tinder. Or, Bumble, E-Harmony. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what, yeah, the apps are probably better. But, you know, it's like a, adults, too, like, you know, doing these, like, Christian mingle. What Farmers is it? Fumble. Fumble. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my, I was I couldn't think of the name, but I was yeah. like, should I mention the farmer one, you know?
1: When, but, you, when you guys think of Tinder and, and Bumble, what do, you, what do you think of? I mean, so, I, I always thought of, like, Tinder as a very young one and not... For serious relationship, Right. Yeah,
0: I've never been a right. Tinder, Tinder girl. Right. But you know how everyone thinks Tinder's like a joke? Right. You know? Is that what you were alluding sure, to? Like, yeah. why do you think it's not as serious? Oh, well, I
1: think it's it's probably because on Tinder you have a blurb of a bio that barely gets read anyway. Yeah. Right? right. So you're it's swiping on attraction pretty much only, right? Well, other things like Bumble, it's like, answer this question, what kind of music you listen mm-hmm. to, you like... Going okay. outside, I guess. Right. And so you actually get, get to know the person. <laughs> love the <outdoors. laughs> yeah, I love the outdoors. I yeah. <laughs> um, the most generic thing you can
0: <laughs> But then also, you know, it's like... It's so hard to... I don't know if it's like an insecurity thing. Like, no one wants to really be like, oh, we met on Tinder. You know, is that just... just especially, I think, yeah. for girls. Like, I... My sister, Allison, and, and our friend Ashley over break would download tinder and we've i've never had one before and we were like doing it because it was like funny like to mess with people and we were like hardcore like flirting maybe it was because we wanted attention but then it was like like the three of us knew that nothing was going to come from like our end of it you know but i don't know is that because we are like embarrassed to say that we have tinder
1: well i think it started i think older generations saw uh, online dating is sort of where you went when you would, like, give it up. Yeah. yeah. But, yes, but exactly. now everyone just has Exactly. It. Yeah. The younger
2: generation, the more it's like assimilated into our culture, I feel like. And I, I really believe that it has changed over the past few years. I think so, too. The, the stigma behind online dating used to be you can't meet anyone in person... But now,
0: Are you're uh, weird. I think it. Like, yeah, like, in, like you're inept. Right. In like,
2: you're un- um, un- um, yeah. The yeah. media
0: too. I feel like they portray like the online dating people as like, nerdy, yeah. like kind I of nerdy. But I think stuff.
2: it's absolutely changed. Yeah, and for I mean, sure. I've I, I was thinking about this today because I knew we were talking about this, and it's interesting because, to me, I also don't see any difference, but between that and approaching someone in person sure there's body language involved you can see if the person you're trying to talk to is receptive or is having a good time or maybe they're not where the at the place you, you know you're at with them but it's interesting how it really still comes down to looks right when you go on Tinder or even Bumble it's you're still looking at a person mm-hmm. and judging them based off their appearance so whether that is on a screen or in person there's still that bridge between what's the first step or what's the first move that you initiate into talking to this person or starting something
1: with this person that's
0: super interesting that you said like the comparison between approaching someone so like say I get approached and I'm like super uncomfortable but I don't want to be impolite so maybe I'll like talk to them but I'm talking to them and I'm so uncomfortable or like I don't want to be rude and it's so much harder and it's just an awkward situation for everyone involved whereas if someone insta dms me I just don't have to answer right which is or kind or you can of
2: swipe left or reject the
0: on Tinder
2: I uh, I guess yeah so if or someone like matches with you and then oh, yeah, I guess you, they need to match with you yeah, in order for them yeah, to like it, Yeah yeah that's why
0: I was kind of yeah. looking at it in like a DM aspect or just you know even i guess that would be like the only real way you could kind of ignore someone but even if tinder you match with someone and then you're kind of like "Ah, i actually like changed my mind or like you're drunk swiping or something and then it's like you know you're looking back at it and you don't want to be involved in that anymore it's so easy to ignore someone
1: so this is A little bit unrelated, but so with Tinder, right, you have a Mm. short blurb, you got the bio, there's really not much about you, and a lot of times the bios are like a joke, it's like, oh, I love The Office, and you're (laughs) like, so does everybody else, right, and then you have Bumble, or where you actually have like questions that you answer, right, but then there's things like, um, like Hinge, right, where you actually, you, you can actually filter by like political orientation or height. Just and like an hour think, two. yeah yeah and I think you can filter by like race, I think. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't I haven't used this one, but I've like yeah. heard there's like these filters on it. Wow. And personally I think that's I don't really like that. Right? But I wanna get like your takes on it before I go into a rant, right?
0: But then again it's like if you're at a party like people are gonna approach kind of in a similar way. Right.
2: And I also know that feature is available because I I know older people in their 50s and 40s that use things like Match and eHarmony. And I've ever heard them say that they can specify what political party they're attracted to in a person. Or... Um, how much does this person drink? That's a question, too. That's yeah. Are they moderate
1: drinkers? Do they drink occasionally? Do they not drink at all? Do you like having those? Like, do you like the idea of having those filters in, or is that something that you probably stay away from?
0: I feel like it's probably for the best, you know? Like, as much as we hate to admit it, we're all picky people. We all have types. So it's like, if you're going to, you know, narrow it down, it's probably best to know some of these things right away if it's not based on, like, just looks or you know race or something if you can narrow it down to like the type of person they are you're more likely to connect I guess I would say and that's why the hyper personal model kind of suggests that the online relationships are stronger because it's like whether or not you're being catfished what is being done you know between you two communicating is like you're more likely to be honest and you're more likely to be emotional, knowing that this is someone that you kind of like matched and found with for yourself.
1: Oh uh, so like there's a there's a level of we already know that there's like either attraction. I know you're attracted to me if you swipe mm-hmm. right, right or, or right. something. So right. you know you're getting sort of a positive feedback already. The other thing I would add is that I think
2: because of these features, these filter features, it allows you, I would say, to be more honest with yourself if you're not already in person. So if you're intimidated to express your interest in someone in person, your preferences, sexual preferences, emotional, personal preferences, you can do so with, this, with these dating apps. And I don't think there's really anything wrong with that. If anything, like Katie said
1: might potentially strengthen your connection with someone
0: totally
2: i
1: okay so i i think i disagree Okay. because i feel like with these filters with some of them it's not um you're not filtering by emotions or something substantial to the person it's like i mean even with ones like filtering by race or filtering by like political orientation maybe there's some values that go along with that but i if, if i'm just filtering by things i agree with right i'm Really, in essence, just trying to find right, I'm trying <laughs> to find me, that's but a girl, point. right? Yeah, but that's a good point. Yeah. My like some of my most successful relationships haven't been people that are like me. Right. I want something that yeah, so challenges like, me. Yeah. Like makes and me think a little bit different. Yeah, right. Yeah. And yeah. so, if I say I no Republicans or no Democrats or no yeah. like something like that, yeah. well, I've I've missed out on what could have been. Right. Like kind of a. And maybe a, a balance that we all sort of
2: need to see the other side of things or to see another perspective of the world or a relationship that might have changed us.
0: Totally. I think, you know, that's kind of, you know, it's like high-risk, low-reward sort of thing or, like, high-reward when you're online, you know, because there's so many things that could go wrong. It's like you're dating yourself or the person you think you're dating actually isn't like that at all. There's a whole show about it, Catfish, you guys know, like... It's just insane how people just are, and I I don't know, I think it's just like people are so easily drawn to online because it's like, what do I have to lose, yeah. you know? You really yeah. Like, yeah, if anything. Yeah. And there's, like, 90 Day Fiance, that show too, yeah. you know? It's like they're meeting people across the world online and then there's a whole show about them getting married. Right. And I think most of the time it works out from the episodes I've seen yeah. with, like, Caroline and Amelia and you, I mean, you know? so you know?
1: there was no drama there. it wouldn't have a I TV know, show. I you know, I know, like... yeah.
0: So there is, you know, the drama aspect of it for sure, but then there's, you know, that's... There's no drama online, and then they meet in person, and there's all this drama. Oh, that's true. That's you true. know, so then it's like, that's interesting too, and that's, I think, kind of what that theory says, the hyper-personal one, is that, you know, online, you kind of build this foundation and trust with each other, because you have to trust them. You have to trust you're talking to the person that you think you're talking to, whether you want to accept it or not.
1: Right. That's assuming that they're being honest on their profile so anyway. Is. Right, like, I could say I'm 6'2", I ain't 6'2", but, like, if, I don't know. So that gets into the whole, like, grass nest of whether people are lying on their profiles or not, anyway. Right.
2: And it's it's crazy, too, because I've also read articles that say that people on, especially these older dating websites, because the older generation has a hard time being honest with the fact that they're using social or dating apps... A lot of that generation, um, they actually change their names. Like, ah, as a, uh, an alias. Really? Yeah. And I've heard stories where people will go on a date, or they'll see someone on their feed, and they'll say, I know that person from this town, and that's not their name. And it's yeah. interesting that the older generation does that. I am, I'm very certain, and I've, I've like seen this, that, that they do that. It's like it's internalized funny. shame. Yeah. At, you know, it's <laughs> like they're it's, hiding. It's interesting,
0: yeah. It's funny, too, because, like, you know, when you're on, like, Tinder or something, like, when we were playing on it over break, I would see, like, my friend Becca in, like, guys' photos, and I'd be like, do you know this person? Like, oh, my God, you're on their, like, profile. And she's like, I met them, like, one time at a party. Like, I don't even know why that picture was taken, <laughs> you know? So it's like, you also kind of never know, like, where your face is, too. And I think my friend Olivia was telling me how some guy like sent her a tinder profile that was all of Olivia's pictures, but it wasn't her it was like the name like I don't know Jen or something and like Jen was using Olivia's pictures and that's so freaky like I'm uh, public on Instagram and like how do I know someone's not screenshotting those and using those pictures as their profile yeah.
2: Yeah, that's true.
0: I'd be flattered, but <laughs> you know <I'm> not. <laughs>
2: No, but that is a problem that people lie on their uh, dating apps. Like I got. I pulled up a stat here that said, um, according to this website, e- eharmony.com, actually on their website, fifty three percent of people lie on their online dating profile, and the three things, the main three Boy. things that they lie about is age, height and weight, and income. Twenty percent of women surveyed Ooh. by a global research agency admitted to using an older pho- photo from when they were uh, younger and thinner. And more than 40% of men said they lied about their jobs in an effort to sound more successful. Wow. wow. So there
1: is definitely a gray area when it comes to all of this, right? And that's S- only people that voluntarily said, because it's not like eHarmony can right. can fact check you or like background check right. you. So these are only people that openly admitted like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm lying on my profile. Right,
2: Right. exactly.
1: So So it's probably more than that.
2: Yeah. How, how about this? This is another stuff I found. 48% of online relationships end through email.
0: They end through email? If you
2: meet Whoa. someone online, chances, chances are you'll break up online. Uh, while some might see this as rude, those who are socially awkward or fear uh, confrontation will find it convenient. At least there won't be a painful breakup. <laughs>
0: see, this is why I found that theory so bizarre. You know, that's saying that online relationships are stronger. But then, like, I... You can go.
2: I just want to say, I think we need it then to find stronger. What does stronger mean? You know? Oh, does, does, more successful? And
1: w- yeah, what, what does, does that, that mean? Like? Longer
2: duration? Does that mean... Marriages? Marriages, does that mean I if would, you to rate your happiness on a scale from 1 to 10? Like, are they quantifying that? That's I feel like
0: not even like successful as the word stronger, but just, like... I think it's just black and white. Like, it's stronger. Like, there's more yeah. of a bond or, like, a connection. Mm. I don't know. Well, for me, I was, like really good friends with someone for a while and then we just you know went separate ways but then we were talking more just like through social media apps or like texting you know and like I ended up you know like feeling so emotionally connected to this person you know and it's just like I'm sitting there in my class thinking like no way but then when I knew them in person it was like not like that at all and then once we were talking you know just texting and we were not, like, doing distance or anything, but I just felt more connected to them. I think we are both even more open with each other. Right. But then again, I knew him before, so it's not like I was just talking to someone online right away. And it's not like I really picked this person.
1: Right. I think, I think it's definitely a test of whether you can... I don't want to say keep a conversation going, but there's nothing, there's nothing else you could be talking about. It's not like you're, you just saw a movie and you're going to talk about the movie or something like that. Like, it's just whether you two can continue a conversation. Yeah, for sure. For like a month without seeing each right, other. Right. right? And right. I think that's, I think that's a good test of compatibility, actually. Yeah.
0: That's, again, it's like the foundation. Right. But also, here's a little fun fact, a statistic. I don't... I mean, I could probably pull it up to verify it, but I'm pretty sure this is accurate. The You guys probably might have even heard about this. Like, people that use pets in their, like, Tinder profile picture are more likely to have, like, higher percentages of swiping right. Like, people swipe right on them because of their pets in their pictures. What do you think of that? Oh,
1: absolutely, right? If you, if you have someone who's who's got a, a pet, lover. right? Like, they're... they're I mean... I think you assume they're more nurturing. Right. right. What? Well, do you they have, yes, like, a... I don't know. Definitely. Like, if no, you're definitely. taking care of a cat definitely. or something, yes, definitely. right? Definitely.
0: How do you know it's even there? It's like, I have a dog and, like, I guess Let's I'm a, a nurturing a person, but I feel like I'm a nurturing person by, like, just the way that I am. I'm so, like, oh. empathetic, you know? But it's like, I... Like, when I'm home and, like, I'm not cuddling with my dog or, like... My parents will be like, Kate, can you go walk the dog? And I'm like, oh, oh my God. Like, I don't want to do it. I love my dog. Slate is super cute. But it's like, I'm not super affectionate with him, but I'm a very affectionate person.
1: I mean, I'm, I, I think that we stereotype based on the pictures we see. Sure. Because we have to make these right. assumptions off of, like, very little information. Like, right. we're extrapolating hard. Yes. Yeah. And so, I mean, I'm sure we do that with so many other things besides just whether they have a cat or dog.
0: I, like, right. get annoyed by it, because I think that stat came out, and I'm like, oh, they just want, like, more options, you know? It's like, they know what they're doing, which, you know, you gotta applaud for. They're being strategic, I guess. But at the same time, I'm like, come on. I don't know. Maybe I'm just, like, an awful person. I, think
1: I love animals. Like, I think it's the image they're <laughs> looking to project. But they
2: might also like
1: dogs or cats.
2: Yeah, that's yeah, true. I mean, I, I really think that there's nothing really to judge there. I mean, I guess I'm anything, skeptical. Right, I don't think most people are initially skept- skeptical. Um, I think any other person would see that and say, "Oh, that's really cool or really cute." I, I don't know. I've an I have another interesting question for you guys. Yeah. Let's say you're on Tinder or Bumble and you match with someone. What's the process of then do you delete your account if you if you if you start a relationship with someone? I guess oh. or you're hooking up with someone then? Not even a relationship. I guess if you're just hooking up with someone.
0: Hooking up. Is it keep. is it
2: socially required then to delete your account?
0: <sighs> just think, because you have an account doesn't mean you have to use it, you know? And if it's just hooking up and, like, say it goes awry and, you know, you want to get back on the horse, why not?
1: I think you yeah. have an option to just hide it, right? So people can't see you, but your account's oh, yeah, still there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Really? yeah. So I feel like that's, that's something I would do. I think if I was... And I think... It, comes before the talk of exclusivity. Right. Right. So then mm-hmm. do
2: you think that'd be disingenuous
1: to just kind of hide your account then and not
2: say anything? But maybe it is important to just bring up, I guess. I think it depends on where you guys are at.
0: I think if you're in like relationship exclusive account needs to be gone. App yeah, needs yeah, to be gone right, off fair. the phone.
2: You know. <laughs> yeah, definitely.
0: But if it's just like a hookup. Yeah. You know, and like they really just see it as a hookup to I don't think it matters that much. You know, especially if you're using the app all the time, it's like, um, I don't know, I feel like if you're comfortable with that and that's how you're meeting the people you're hooking up with, you know, it's, you never know if that relationship's going to last if it's just a hookup. So luckily if it works out, great. But if not, you know, you have that app as like a safety blanket.
2: One of the things I think we, I would love to wrap up on would be, for our listeners, how do you think they can um, embrace um, you know, dating apps and also in-person relationships with people and how can they improve their presence? What's some of the things off the top of your head? That's a good question. If, <laughs> if, if there, like, what, what's something that we can tell our viewers that they can maybe walk away with? Um, of value for their perspective on dating with like tinder or bumble and maybe ways to improve their profile
1: i think
0: i don't even use it i have right, no I, advice just be genuine i guess that right. would be my advice i don't
2: have one either but i, I would say keep your options open i mean just be as honest as possible and I, yeah. I guess if you're looking for shallow people maybe make like shallow remarks and if you find something like particularly interesting in someone's profile, I guess, if try to be as genuine as possible.
0: I'm going to say some harsh truth. If you feel like you need to lie online, you need to do some self-reflection, find some self-love, <laughs> because you need to love yourself before you love anyone else. I like that. I like
1: that. That's probably the best thing. Yeah, what, what would you say to someone? What would I say to someone? I would say if you have a if you have a crappy bio and you you get a match, they think you're hot. Yeah. So, you know. So you won the oh lottery, So maybe don't don't worry too much about it, right? I don't i but I agree. I agree. I'm with just laughing line. as
0: I said that when I'm like face tuning all my pictures on like Instagram oh. and
1: shit. Oh, that's that's
2: a different. Whole other,
0: and yeah, that'll yeah. be another topic coming Perfect. up in a couple weeks. We'll do a whole social media. Uh, episode. So, thanks for listening you guys. Again, I am Katie. My
1: name's Nick. I'm Asher.
0: And yeah, let us know, go check us out on Instagram at, at @digitalgirlpodcast. We'll have some polls up there about Bumble and Tinder, online relationships and or like in-person relationships and we'd love to hear what you guys think.
2: And you guys can find me uh, Nick Canning at I am Nick Canning on my Instagram and my Twitter. So, that's I
1: am Nick C A N N I N G. I'm Nick Cannon. Uh, you can find me at A Hollenbeek1 A H O L L E N B E A K 1.
0: And I'm Katie Gore with two E's C A T I E E G O R E.
1: Perfect.
0: Yay. Well, thanks, thanks for coming. Thanks for listening. Thanks again for listening, everyone. This is the Digital Girl Podcast, and we'll see you next time.